Hello, hi, good morning, listeners. How are you today? I just feel like the season is ramping up as we are drawing to a close, and we are just trying to get everything done that we can as the season wraps up. And I know that I have to get this episode to you because this will help you for the next season. That is gushing in. The pressure of the waves are pushing right at the door, and I believe that the Holy Spirit is gracious, even when sometimes we don't know everything or we know in part. No matter how little you feel that you know, somehow, by trial and error, through bumbling, the Holy Spirit is going to lead you to right where you need to know the skills. The information, the knowledge to help you to succeed. During this time, I noticed that many of you, my listeners, you have been searching the old podcast episodes, and you are really hitting the old episodes that we put out some time ago. The ones on how to hear from God and how to prepare yourself to hear from God. When I saw you doing this. I am very touched by your efforts to seek out and to search, to know more about God, because you desire a good relationship with God. Secondly, I feel that this completely ties in with the next season that is imminent, and we need to prepare ourselves to make sure that our lives are right with God and we are in good standing with God. This is part of the spiritual preparation that each of us have to do for ourselves. No one else can help us to do it for us, but you are responsible for your own relationship with God. And you really need to know that that you are in the right standing with God for the future days and months ahead. I understand how you feel. Because I've seen the young Christians around me struggling, well-meaning, but trying real hard to get connected with God, and they do not quite know how to plug into God to hear from God on a constant basis. And we're not talking about extreme or great shocking things, but we're talking about little things, stable things, day-to-day living. Where you feel led by God, you feel the presence of God, and you know through so many of these little coincidences that God is showing you something. God is telling you something. So, for a start, do not look for the great and mighty signs, but deal with the consistency, the stableness, the dependency, and a life living close to God every day. Now you must understand that in this relationship between man and God, we cannot force God to talk to us. It's not like we press a button every time and God will show up. God is not like that, and God cannot be commanded by us. If God looks over a sea of people, and Jesus decides to speak to one or speak to the others. It is not our place to interfere with what he's doing, or to restrict him, or to criticize him. 
God, why did you speak to that brother? He's a sinful person. Or he's a young Christian. Why didn't you speak to this person? He has been in the church for decades. You must understand that God is sovereign, and God is not our puppet that we can manipulate Him to do anything. When you develop your relationship with God, you will realize that God is the leader and we are the follower. Many times, either we desire the things that God desires, and we go to the places where the visitation of God is upon, or we risk standing alone in the empty places where the former glories of God used to be, but they are no longer there. New wines and new wine skin. Some of the old structures that we know are going to be shaken. The secular structures that are ungodly are going to be shaken. God is creating new movements to deal with the requirements of the new end day season. Are you on it, or are you going to stay out of it? Because of some misplaced man-made thinking, all of you who are listening, who are the loyal ones that faithfully serve God in little things day in and day out, in it is not that God disregards the years of sacrifice and service that you have put in. God fully appreciates that, have taken note of that, and will reward you in the future. But right now, the enemy's plans are more and more furiously being set into motion. The Holy Spirit has His plan and strategy since the beginning. God is overall in charge in this, not the devil. Where will you be, people of God? God is not in traditions, and God is not in the physical structure of the buildings. God is alive in the living tempers of His people, in us, and the true bride of Christ, being purified by fire, is obedient to Christ, and moves as the Holy Spirit directs. Now I want to share with you two short visions that I received some years ago. Through these visions, I believe that it will help you. In your search to hear from God, for although we cannot force God to do anything, we can show God our sincerity, and wait for God to reach out to us. In my first short vision, a woman was at the banqueting table with the Lord Jesus Christ. It was a very long and grand banqueting table. Like the sort that you see in palaces, and in my vision, the angels were the waiters coming up to serve spiritual food to this woman. There was only Jesus and her at the table, because this woman was just getting to know Jesus Christ. She was very excited and full of anticipation to be at the same banqueting table as the Lord. And during the seven or ten course meal, the angels came up as waiters and served the woman different dishes of spiritual food. I remember that one dish was like 
a dish of good academic results that was served to her, and another dish was like a dish of wealth and money that was served to her, and another dish was like a dish of friends or connections that were served to her. And another dish was like a dish of good looks that was served to her. So one after another, all these dishes or causes of attractive food was being served to her. But the most peculiar thing was that this woman, she hardly looked at the food, even though they were attractive things, enticing things in the world. In the presence of the Lord Jesus. She was not interested in all these fantastic dishes anymore. The steady and quiet presence of the Lord was what she wanted, and what had her attention. In fact, all these fancy cars and lights and money and social connections and career success. Slightly annoyed her because they were distracting and obstructing her from concentrating on the Lord Jesus, who was at the same table as her, and she waved away the waiters impatiently, without scarcely touching her food, because she just wanted to listen to what Jesus was saying. Now, in my second short vision that I will share with you. I saw that the storehouses of heaven were laden with so many precious things: wealth and wisdom, blessings, houses, victories in warfare, so many great and mighty things. And I felt the impression of God saying, "He said my name, and He said, 'Do you know? If men could know what I God am capable of giving them.'" They would covet the things that God is able to give them, and there are many, many people who would covet the power, the glory, the blessings, the wisdom, the miracles of God. But only a few who will steward them properly, because many, many people are in it to benefit themselves, and they want the things of God to benefit themselves. But God is able to read into the hearts and the attitudes and the minds of men, and God is not going to let Himself, God, be used in this way. That's why sometimes we claim that we love God, and we may pray hard and worship hard, and sometimes we get frustrated because we feel that our prayers are not answered immediately by God. But I want to encourage you. Not to give up seeking God, because be sure that whatever you've done for God, He is aware. He is silent for a while, but He's not ignoring you. In fact, He is giving you time to observe you, and over time, you will reveal even to yourself, if you're unaware, the secret desires of your heart and your thoughts and your motives. Why does God do that? Because he wants a holy and pure people, he wants a purified bride. There's no delusions that we are holy or we are decent or we are good enough. Jeremiah seventeen nine says that, 
The heart of man is deceitful above all things and beyond cure. Who can understand the heart of man? And Jeremiah seventeen ten says, "I, the Lord, search the heart and test the mind, to give every man according to his ways, according to the fruit of his deeds." From these verses, you understand the process that I'm describing to you. And Isaiah sixty four verse six says that. But we have all been as an unclean thing, and all our righteousness are as filthy clothes. Remember the story of David in First Samuel sixteen, when God is looking for the next king of Israel. Samuel and Jesse thought that God would choose one of David's brothers, because in the eyes of the world, these brothers look good. They are tall and well grown, and they serve God. They seem to be good candidates for God's appointment. But First Samuel sixteen verse seven says, "The Lord said to Samuel, 'Look not on his countenance, nor on the height of his stature, because I God have refused him. For God seeth not as man seeth. For man look at the outward appearance, but God." Behold the heart. So before the eyes of God, we are all the same. Our hearts are laid bare before God. He sees so easily into our hearts, our attitudes, our minds. And He, being the God who has the ability to do that, is then the God who chooses who He wants to anoint, and to different people that He. Allocates different assignments. If your heart was right before God, you would understand that the capacity for the work and the capacity for the harvest is very large. It's not like one person gets the anointing and that's why another person is deprived of the chance. There is more than enough work and harvest to go around for us all. To receive the anointing and the work of the Lord, it depends on whether individually our hearts are ready. Not that we think that we are ready, but whether Jesus deems us ready to receive the next set of instructions, a series of small steps towards our destiny in Christ. Remember the most important commandment. That Jesus reminds us in Mark twelve verse twenty nine, and we shall love the Lord our God with all our heart and all our soul and all our mind and with all our strength. Think back upon my first vision that I shared with you. What did the woman at the banquet table demonstrated? What did David demonstrated that made God chose him? As we close today's. Message: I will leave you with some points to help you keep ourselves safe in the coming months. Keep ourselves safe from deceptions or judgment. Luke fourteen eleven says, "For those who exalt themselves will be humbled, and those who humble themselves will be exalted by God." So the first point is be humble. Always be lowly and humble in attitude and spirit, watching yourself, depending on God, 
so that you will not be caught up in any unforeseen problems or calamity. The second is Matthew 5, 8. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. There you have it. When your heart is deemed pure by God, you will see. See visions and dreams and prophecies and understandings from God. Lastly, Psalms 25 verse 14 says, The secret of the Lord is with them that fear Him, and God will show them His covenant. Again, the fear of God is what will keep us safe in the coming days. And it says in the Psalms verse that I just read to you, that God will reveal His secrets to those who fear Him. Lastly, Remember the verse that I shared with you that our best works and our righteousness are like filthy rags compared to the righteousness of the Lord Jesus. Therefore, we should not rely on our own righteousness, but it's safer to cover ourselves with the blood covering the righteousness of Christ. For we have all sinned in our lives in some way or the other, but the Lord Jesus Christ was the only man who did not sin while he walked on earth. I will tie the last verse back to the first vision that I shared with you of the woman at the banqueting table, where she was not interested in all the fancy food. John 6 verse 55 says, Jesus says, For my flesh is the real food, and my blood is the real drink. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood remains in me and I in them. Meditate on what I've shared with you. Ask God whether it's true, the Bible verses and what I've shared. I know that if we do that, be humble, have a pure heart and fear God, it will be okay. Give things some time to work out and over time, I know that you will be well in the Lord if you hold on to these things. I wish you all the best and let us encourage each other and support and help each other. As I always told you, the power of the body of Christ, the bride of Christ, is multiplied and magnified when we are together. In the name of Jesus, I bless you. Goodbye.